It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Will Micah Parsons record 15 or more sacks this season? All that more in this episode of Locked On Cowboys Podcast. You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily Dallas Cowboys podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We'd like to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. This episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates that you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL that is linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free terms and conditions apply I am your host Marcus Mosher you can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosher joining me today as always is Lena McCool you can check him out on Twitter at McCool BCB today we are checking out some lines from our good friends at FanDuel for the Dallas Cowboys and Lena let's start with the Micah Parsons line that just jumped right out to me Will Micah Parsons record 15 or more sacks this year? The odds in that are plus 145. So if you're unfamiliar with that, means that means if if you bet $100 and Micah Parsons does it, he'll, you'll win $145. Would you recommend people betting that right now? Man, it's, it's an interesting line, right? Because I do feel like when you look at what he's done so far, I mean, he's well on his way to smashing that and going further. But I, I also think that there's the thought process that as he gets more and more no- notoriety, he's going to be getting a lot more attention, which I, I think is still good for the Cowboys overall, but may not be good for this prop bet, right? Yeah. Uh, I think that you know there is a a a, a, a storyline that plays out this season where Micah Parsons just gets so much attention that everybody else around him is eating a whole bunch, but maybe he gets similar sack numbers that he did last year, which I think he finished at 13 and a half. Last 13 and a half. So, yep. so I, I think that this is a very interesting line because part of me says, Oh yeah, Micah Parsons easily smashes 15 plus sacks this year. Uh, but I also, but, but there is a hesitancy. I think that, that, you know, because of all the extra attention, uh, because of all the all the attention he's going to draw, um, that he may not make that number while still having an incredible impact on the field. So, I, I think it's tough, right? That's I think a that's good a number. good line. Yeah, but I don't know if I would recommend betting it for a couple of reasons. Like number one, if I told you that Michael Parsons was going to play seventeen games this season, I think you'd be more inclined to bet, you know, the over there, right? But if he misses two games with this, just a twisted ankle, or the Cowboys don't have to play him in week 16 and 17, or, you know, he misses a little bit of time yeah. here or there, there's just no way he's going to get to that number, right? So it's really more of a, a health bet than yeah. anything else. And you're betting on him to have the best statistical season of his career. I, I'm not opposed to betting this, but I think you need to get better odds than plus 145. 
Yeah, I mean, I think that's the thing, right? Is that Micah Parsons is such a good player. That's why this doesn't seem absolutely outrageous to even suggest as a line. But I I think if you you drill down to what is required in order to achieve it, it's a lot, man. I mean, health, like you said, uh, uh, production, like in the the sense that like it's he's able to overcome whatever extra attention he's going to face this year and at least produce almost a sack a game. Um, I, I, you know, I, I think it's, it is a lot. And, 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 and the reason that we're even considering that this could be possible is because it's Micah freaking Parsons. Of course he's, it's, he's capable of doing something like this. So I, yeah, I don't know that, uh, I don't know if I'd put money down on this unless I was getting more money in return at this, at this point. I, I, I think, think yeah, I think the odds would need to be like two to one or plus two fifty or something like that. But if Parsons is going to have one of those seasons where he gets to 15, 16, 17 sacks, what needs to happen? Like outline the the way this, this season goes for Parsons in order to achieve that number. Well, I think you laid it out pretty well. Health is definitely going to need to be an issue. I think they're going to have to continue to kind of move him around to kind of keep him clean because if they kind of just, I mean, which is something they've been doing. So that's not a, you know, a huge reach, but if they put him on one side, it would be a lot easier for, you know, get him get a lot of attention going his way uh, i think he's gonna need help from his friends i think they're gonna need that like you know you're, you're gonna need guys like sam williams to step up and, and and produce a little bit so that he can get more and more opportunities to uh get more one-on-one situations or at least you know have to spread out some of the attention uh, and i think he's gonna have to have a couple of ridiculous games you know like i don't That's think that right. this i don't I, I don't think you achieve the 15 sacks uh, by doing almost one sack per game like that, this I is think too it's hard. Likely... You're, you're going to need to have the the two and a half, three sack games every once in a while to just kind of boost you up, right? Yeah, and that's where I think that's where he's going to have to, you know, really kind of stack them up when he has the opportunity against weaker tackles because, you know, like I said, the consistency of trying to do it every single week in the NFL is very, very difficult, and just staying healthy week to week is very, very difficult. So when he goes against a backup offensive tackle or he goes against an inferior offensive line that's just not capable of of blocking him or a quarterback that just takes sacks, uh, he needs to kind of put the pedal all the way down in order to kind of, like I said, save, save some sacks up for, for by the end of the year when, you know, things become a lot more difficult and, and, and everything seems a little bit slower. Two other things really quickly that he would need to have go his way in order to kind of hit that number. Number one, you just need to lock into some sacks. Like Parsons yep. has had to get some really hard sacks over the last couple of years where he's doing everything. But we've seen, you know, across the NFL, you somebody on the other side will create the pressure and the quarterback scrambles right into the arms. Or it's one of these really long sacks and the quarterback kind of slides or just goes out of the bounds and he's the closest guy there. Like very low quality sacks. It just kind of helped bring up the floor a little bit. On top of that, playing in a, game, a lot of games that are either like shootouts or yep. ones where the Cowboys are just winning by a lot, which gives you more pass rush opportunities, really helps. If he could have those two things go his way, I, I wouldn't be surprised at all if he goes way over that 15 sack number. And maybe this is the year he gets to 18, 19 sacks. Yeah, we talked about him needing help from his friends. The one thing we, we should have mentioned, I think, is he needs help from, from his friends on the offensive side of the ball. He needs them to score points, to put pressure on them, to have to provide more opportunities for him to rush the passer and to get sacks. So uh, I think I think that's where we are at this point, is that if he can figure that out, if, yes. if the offense can figure it out, score points, he's going to get more chances and there's going to be more sacks. 15 sacks for Micah Parsons at those odds is pretty ridiculous. It tells you what sports books think of Micah Parsons. I believe he's one of the best defensive players in the league. It's why his odds 
to, to win the defensive player of the year award. I think our second right now on FanDuel. Pretty, pretty good player. Uh, Lana, let's talk about CD Lamb and some of the stat projections that FanDuel has for him next. This episode is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Bird Dogs make you look good. Bird Dog stretch khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the leg and the thigh to give you a truly sculpted look. Bird Dog shorts do the exact same thing as Lululemon, but they just fit way better. They fit better than regular shorts that are made of the stiff, restricting cotton. Bird Dogs have fixed this issue by inventing cloud knit fabric that looks just like khakis, but they stretch so you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement. Bird Dog uses anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. We absolutely love our Bird Dog shorts. I, I wear mine to the golf course all the time. I wear them around the house. They're the most comfortable shorts that I own. Now you can own them as well. Go to birddogs.com slash NFL or enter promo code LOCKEDONNFL for a free Yeti-style tumbler with your order. That is birddogs.com slash NFL or use promo code LOCKEDONNFL for a free Yeti-style tumbler. You won't want to take your Bird Dogs off. We promise you. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys Podcast. We are taking a look at some odds from FanDuel on some Dallas Cowboy players. We just went over Micah Parsons. Let's go to CD Lamb couple of interesting numbers here from C.D. Lamb. The first one is how many touchdowns will C.D. Lamb have in 2023 and 2024? The over-under is 7.5. He had 9 last year. What are your thoughts here? Yeah, this one's another one where I feel like the line is kind of interesting, but I, I tend to think that it feels like this might be uh, a little bit low. I, I think that, you know, the idea is that they w- would, you know, try to redistribute some touchdown th- passes to Cooks and into a healthy Gallup, and, and maybe that's the, the thought process and why C.D. Lamb would have fewer touchdowns. But I also tend to think that, you know, they don't, they may not be running as many touchdowns in this year, you know? So I, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw more passing touchdowns uh, just in general. Uh, so I think that that to me implies that, that lamb would, would at least get what he had last year and then maybe more. So I, I kind of think that you t- I take the over on this. Um, what are the odds? Yeah, it's, I think it's minus one take 18 on the over and minus one Oh eight on the under. So you, you're paying a little bit of juice to bet the over here, but I don't care. I, I know this is a bet. Same thing with Micah Parsons on health. Like if CD Lamb plays 15 or 16 games, I think you're good. I also just think we're kind of due for one of the big touchdown seasons from CD Lamb. Mm-hmm. I think he had six as a rookie, seven in year two, and then nine last year. With as many high quality targets and like valuable targets that he gets, it just feels like we're going to get one of these seasons soon where he goes from nine touchdowns to 14 touchdowns. And it's, Nothing really changes outside of some touchdown luck. 
I also think that he's going to get more opportunities to break away on some of these passes, you know, because he's going to be, you know, attention and, and, and coverage will be drawn away from him a little bit with, with Cooks and, and hopefully a healthy Gallup. So he's going to get, I think, more opportunities to catch the ball and run more than he did yeah. previously. We saw a lot of kind of contested catch, which he was really good at, but uh, more opportunities for him to catch the ball and kind of get something after the catch and, and, and potentially take it into score, I think, is is going to you know make up the difference here, too. I, uh, I tend to think I'd take the over on this. I, I would also mention last year he had, was it, five games with Cooper Rush as his quarterback, right, yeah. early in the season, and then in week – 18 man this always messes me up but week 18 the cowboys played such a vanilla game cd didn't play that many snaps so you really had six games where he was on the field but the touchdown upside just wasn't there if dak plays 14 15 16 games a season i i just don't see a way that he doesn't average like a half a touchdown a game at the very minimum yeah i agree i i i mean again a lot of these volume stats in season is about health i mean that's something we have to consider for all of them but I tend to think that if there's – even just expecting reasonable health from Dak and CD, they should be able to eclipse them. I'm telling you, there's also going to be a game this year. We've had a couple of them from CD already where he goes for 150 yards and three touchdowns in like one of these shootout games. And maybe it's against Buffalo. Maybe it's against Miami or whatever. But there's going Might to be a halfway, game. Where, you know? Yeah, right. <laughs> one where of he games. gets multiple touchdowns. And yeah. if, he sc- if he has a single game where he scores three touchdowns, He's yeah. going to crush that over so easily. So of the two bets that we've talked about so far, I think this one's my favorite. It's definitely the one that I feel the most confident in, right? Yeah. I mean, it's not a slide against Micah Parsons at all. 15 sacks of minimum floor is, is yeah. very high praise. But I think that this is beneath – I think this particular line is beneath CD's talents, you know? So yeah. I feel confident that if he's healthy, he's able to make this. A couple more CD ones from FanDuel. There, there's also mm-hmm. a uh, line – CeeDee Lamb to score 10 receiving touchdowns in the regular season. That's plus 125. I mean, I think he can do it, but I just don't love the odds difference. You're going from minus 118 to to plus 125. I'd rather just bet the over 7.5 and and put a little bit more money on that than betting the other one. Yeah, I I feel like that that other CeeDee Lamb one feels kind of like the Parsons one, right? Where it's a a high ask for not a lot of return. So uh, I agree. Last CD Lamb one. Uh, CD Lamb over a thousand seventy-five receiving yards this season. One zero seven five. One zero seven five. Yeah, I mean, again, like that to me seems like the seven and a half, right? Like I feel like he's going to go over that if he's healthy. He plays fifteen games. I mean, what did he have last year? He had something Almost like fourteen hundred yards. Fourteen hundred yards. Yeah, like so. I imagine that it it would be like it would easily be over a thousand. So, that that one's kind of interesting to me. Actually. Yeah, I, so if he plays 17 games, I'm just doing the quick math here. That's 63 yeah. yards a game. Say he misses two games, right? You're still looking at 71 receiving yards per game. Man, I, I, I think I, I think mean, he averaged 80 average like, last year. So yeah. <laughs> I, was gonna say, I think he's going to average like 75 to 80 yards. So even if he happens to miss a couple of games, you get a little bit of a buffer there. Yeah, I mean, again, I, I think that that one that one's one I would definitely look into. It feels like a thousand seventy five yards is kind of actually closer to what he got his rookie year, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it so, is. It uh, is. That, yeah, I, I think that certainly is 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 achievable for him, even with the uh, increased uh, uh, you know attention with Cooks and, and Gallup. I, I still think that that's well well below where he can go. All right, let's give you some Dak Prescott ones really quickly uh, before we move on. Dak Prescott over 3900 passing yards this season. 
Yeah, I mean, thirty nine hundred yards is kind of where uh, I had, uh, you know, mentioned the last few days. I think he, I, I, honestly, I, that may be his career average at this point. Um, I'll pull it up. I think, I think if I, if I'm not mistaken, he, he, you know, in 2021, he was close to uh, five thousand yards. It was at, he was at forty five hundred in 2021. That's again, despite missing a game and then not playing a ton in the final game of the season. We in 2020, in 2020, he was averaging like 340 passing yards per game before he got hurt. Right. 2019, he was at 4,900 passing yards. Uh, So it really feels like over the last three years, like it's just a a bet on health because like on a per game average, he's going to go way above that. Yeah. And and I tend to think that, you know, I, I don't, even though he's had some injury stuff, you know, in the last few years, like he's still a, a quarterback. So I'm not necessarily, you know, nervous that about, I'm, I'm not necessarily nervous about like there being, you know, uh, uh, you know, a, a wear and tear situation like there is with some of the running backs, wide receivers, pass rushers, that sort of thing. So uh, I tend to think that there's likelihood that he stays healthy for you know the majority of the season. If he does stay healthy for the majority of the season, uh, I can't imagine that he, doesn't eclipse this pretty well. All right, here's some numbers for you. If you Landon, if you look at the last five seasons, he's averaged just shy of 3,600 passing yards a season. Now, again, that that includes 2020 when he missed, uh, you know, most of that season. Last year when he missed five starts, uh, so just under 300 yards of what you need there. But if you if you prorate that out to a 17 game schedule, right? He's averaging almost 4,700 passing yards a season. <laughs> so that's the thing. Is it's really – if he plays 16 to 17 games, he's going way over that. Even with the change in offensive coordinators, I, I just don't see a way that he's not going to average, I don't know, 275 passing yards a game. So let's make an interesting – let's make an interesting other line here. How many games do you think it would take Dak to get – a healthy Dak to get 3,500 yards? Mm, 13 14 14 14 yeah because if you go 275 passing yards a game by 14 that's like 3900 right there i agree so i think he he could miss upwards of four games potentially yeah and i still think he would he would uh eclipse that 3500 yard passing mark yeah so i it's just what how much of the cowboys are going to try to scale back his passing stuff this year i don't know but it just feels like with Dak, with the, the weapons they have, with how efficient he is as a passer, him averaging 275 yards a game isn't all that unrealistic. And they're going to be playing some really good quarterbacks this year. They're going to force them to throw the ball more. I think that's a – I like that bet. I, I think I would take Dak over there. What, one more here on Dak before we move on. Dak mm-hmm. Prescott, over 30 passing touchdowns. Uh, the odds on that are plus 160. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I'm taking the over on this one too. I, I think he threw 23 uh, in 12 yeah. games last year. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I, I tend to think that. I mean, I, I think this is sort of similar to, to the last question, where it's like maybe we should be guessing how many games it takes him to get over that. I, I think it's, I think 30 is is if he's healthy, he's eclipsing 30 touchdowns. I, I mean, I feel very confident. Yeah. 2019, he threw 30. 2021, he threw 37, and he missed a game. It feels like 30. If he if he plays 15 games, I think 30 is right where he's going to be. 
Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I think that there's an opportunity that they score more passing touchdowns this year. Um, even the, even yeah. with the commitment to the run, even with uh, well, they don't uh, have Ezekiel you know. Elliott, who is. I yeah. mean, listen, there's a lot of things we can say about Zeke, but he's one of the best short yardage running backs we've seen in the NFL over the last couple of years. I think the Cowboys are just by design going to have to throw the ball more when they get in the red zone. Yeah, and so I, I tend to agree that I think it, we'll see an uptick in passing touchdowns for him, and as opposed to a downtick. And if that's the case, then thirty should be very achievable. Speaking of Ezekiel Elliott, the guy that's replacing him this season is Tony Pollard. What does his uh, potential stats look like this year from FanDuel? We'll get to that next. This episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be a uh, 100% certain that you have the access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. It's so easy to create a job post. All you have to do is post your job, put the purple hashtag hiring frame on your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on the candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates that you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash NFL. That is linkedin.com slash NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys Podcast. Every dayers, we have a special guest coming up on the show tomorrow. He used to work at the uh, NFL Network. You might know him from a couple other podcasts out there. It's Elliot Harrison. <laughs> To uh, do some fun cowboy debates. I don't want to spoil this, but it's a debate that Elliot and I have had for a long time about a certain cowboy player against one that played not too long. That gets ago. debated a lot, from what I understand. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. And there is going to be spit flying and yes. uh, it's going to uh, be uh, great. Flying. It's going to be fun. It's going to be great. So make sure you guys tune in tomorrow for that. Uh, later, let's wrap up here with Tony Pollard mm-hmm. on fanduel.com right now. They have Pollard at 975 rushing yards. He went way over that last year as a backup, but as a full-time running back in the Cowboys, are you taking the over there? Uh, again, we point to health, right? I, I feel like Pollard, uh, no matter what the, the kind of mixture they decide to go with here uh, between these two, between the between Pollard and whoever else is in the mix, uh, I have to imagine that Pollard will get a thousand yards if he's healthy, even at a very low touch rate. Um, but I don't imagine he's going to have a low touch rate. I imagine the Cowboys signed him on a franchise tag to, you know, potentially use a lot of touches for Tony Pollard uh, and then supplement him, maybe even 
less than what Zeke was getting supplemented by Pollard. So he may be the full bell cow. If that's the case, you're definitely going to hit this over if he's healthy. I think you're going to hit the over even if he maybe misses a couple of games. I was going to do the math right here. Last year he averaged 63 rushing yards per game. Now that Zeke is gone and it's his backfield, what would you guess is his rushing yards per game total? Just rough. What was Zeke averaging? Do you know off the top of your head what Zeke was averaging last year as it was? Hold on. I actually have that number. Yeah, I've got it right here. Zeke was averaging about 58 yards per game. So I imagine, you know, that, and, and let's see, Pollard was averaging just over 62. So I imagine that, you know, something like 65 or 66 yards a game, like I think that seems reasonable, right? Because I think he's going to get more touches than he did, did previously. But I also think that there's going to be, you know, uh, you know as he's going to get more and more of these touches, he's going to start incurring some of these you know, less, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Explosive runs yeah. added to his total. So his, you know, his yards per carry is going to go down a little bit simply because he's going to be asked to do some of these runs that, that Zeke was doing that, that you know, co- completely ate into his, uh, his yards per carry you know, numbers. But I, I do think that he'll still average a similar amount of yards because he'll get more touches. He'll get more opportunities. Yep. Uh, yeah, I just, I just imagine anything short of a pretty serious, you know, mid midterm injury injury, he's going to hit this total and and pretty, pretty easily. So here's the way that I look at it. If he averages 65 rushing yards per game, as you suggested, that means he would take, it would need him 15 games to go over 975, right? So that means he can miss two games and be fine. Now, what if he averages 18 more rushing yards a game, which I don't think is all that unrealistic. I don't think it is either. No. That means he would only need 12 games to get over that 975 yard mark. Right. So that's, what's making me look at this and be like, huh, if Pollard just can do what he did last year and just add three additional carries per game or four additional carries, he's going to go way over that yardage total. And even if he misses three games with an ankle injury or the Cowboys sit him, or there's a game where he just doesn't get as many touches as usual, he's going to be fine. So I think of all the bets here, I kind of think Pollard over 975 is my favorite. I wonder if this line doesn't move a little bit once training camp starts and Pollard actually is like healthy and ready to go. I mean, or obviously- if the Cowboys don't bring back Ezekiel Elliott. I still wonder if sportsbooks feel like there's a chance that Zeke is going to be back and he's not going to eat into Pollard's workload, but just be somebody who's getting 10 touches a game. Honestly, even if they signed Zeke back, I. I still think that Pollard easily gets over this because if they brought Zeke back, it would be on obviously a very different contract and his role would be very different. I I imagine that, you know, they would at that point, you know, use him at his value and not necessarily, you know, the sentimental worth. So I imagine if Zeke comes back, he plays a second dog role. Uh, way more than than he probably had previously. Look, I mean, I, I think that they just use him as the kind of, short yardage you know uh, uh he can pass protect he can you know kind of do it all a little bit i mean they just use him as that type of back but that's also why i don't think zeke comes back because i think yeah. that zeke wants to go to a role where he's not necessarily I, that so we'll see just to recap we kind of say, recommend staying away from the micah parsons 15 sack bet just a little bit too high we love the over under of touchdowns for cd lamb we think he's going to go way over that 
we also really like the Tony Pollard uh, rushing touchdown total. And we're lukewarm on the Dak Prescott passing total just because one or two injuries can make that a little bit more difficult. But bet the CeeDee Lamb one, bet the Tony Pollard one on FanDuel, uh, and you can thank us later. That is it for today's show. We want to thank you for making Locked On Cowboys your first listen every day. Again, every day, Elliot Harrison will be on tomorrow's show. Make sure you tune in for that. Uh, check our show out on YouTube. We are free and available on all platforms. Follow Landon on Twitter at McCoolBCB. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. We'll see you next time. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.